This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey everyone, I'm Brian Austin Green. I'm Shauna Burgess. And I'm Randy Spelling. And you are listening to Oldish, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Oldish. We are so excited to have you guys here, and we have lots of cool stuff to get into today. But before we get into our regular episode of talking about headlines and going back to what we're talking about with Brittany and Jada and your really awesome questions, we do want to take a second to acknowledge what happened in Maine yesterday and how devastating that is, that we, despite moving forward with maybe the comedy element of our show, that does not mean that we are not acknowledging how horrific it is and that our hearts are with everybody there. And we hope that they find this person and we hope that these things just don't happen again to those you know, wonderful people of Maine. So please know that our thoughts and prayers are with everybody and uh, we hope for change. And uh, with that said, hi, Bri. Hi, Randy. Hi. Hey, Sharna. Hey, Brian. Hi. We have a fun show today. We do. Actually, Randy, you found some really cool things to talk about. And you know what I think is is awesome? People loved our last episode because of the positive side of it. And you had this really cool idea of bringing like positive news headlines into this episode and maybe like talk about some positive stuff in every episode we do. Um, and I loved your, what was your list? Your It wasn't about gratitude, but it really recognized gratitude for me. Little things, moments of joy. Oh, Yes, I, I was looking up um, all sorts of things, and I saw something about chicken feathers being used for renewable hydrogen cells, and it being yeah. at a lower cost, and there, it eliminates awesome. forever chemicals. There was a list of 30 things that happen um, 
that can happen to you unexpectedly that bring joy. And look, I mean, just like what you cited and what happened in Maine and what's going on different places around the world, there's so many things that we focus on that are that are awful and terrible and can leave us feeling uh, unsafe and mm-hmm. just not okay. And I think it's also really helpful to bring balance by looking at what breakthrough has there been? What good thing is happening? What sort of uh, humanity can you find in people? I mean, I saw this beautiful uh, clip where a bus driver saved a boy's life. The boy swallowed a coin and she ended up saving his life and things like that, right? Little yeah. things where you go, oh, there is some hope. There is good happening too, as well right. as all the other things that are happening just to bring some balance. Humanity. Yeah. Humanity. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Looking for and recognizing the good things that happen daily. Um, I know one it's of the important things- important to do. There list... were so many bad things going on all the time, for sure. Right. I know one of the things on your list that I saw uh, was, you know, you can see a surprise wedding proposal, uh, you know, somewhere and to recognize how cool and beautiful that is. The things that happen daily that we can see that we maybe don't don't recognize, I think it's really important to to open our eyes and see those things. Because as you said, with so much happening, and especially like in the world right now, it's easy to get stuck in the negative. And there's still positives for us to look at in our life. Um, there's another thing that went viral this week. Did you guys see the list of places that women refuse to go on a first date? Did you see that? Yeah. People are like up in arms about it. I, think I, don't, know, I don't know how I feel about, about I don't know how I feel about all of these. I it's some of them are absolutely understandable. And then some of them are a bit um, confusing. I, I don't completely like number 19 ice cream dates. I I mentioned this to to Sharna trying to figure out what about an ice cream date uh would someone not not like in a, in I a don't know and that. in Utah ice cream is the I I think Utah is the most widely consumed ice cream state in the nation Interesting. And maybe that is because right? of the Mormon population and I w- I remember having dinner with uh a couple friends this is a long time ago and i was asking the questions about being mormon and everything and they said that they they really like to go uh on on ice cream socials and stuff so i don't why is ice cream uh oh no don't ever take me to ice cream right i, I don't I, get that coffee it says coffee dates coffee date was like our first date yeah, that was and it was awesome. We just sat there with no pressure. Some I mean, of the I can on- I can understand some of the names, some of the restaurants that were people just like uh, as as a whole, like oh, the restaurant isn't it? That's not a good. To me, that's my opinion. Is it's not a great place to go, but and I think that's also dependent on where you live. And right. What Absol- your absolutely. Is, absolutely. You know? And right. and what is Olive Garden? Olive right. Garden's wonderful. Cheesecake uh, factory. Just give me the brown bread. I'm a very happy girl. We were talking about Randy, like, <laughs> like understand. Okay. The gym, understandably, unless you're going there and that person is like your gym partner and you're yeah. buddy, like it's the gym is sort of your place to go on your own and do, you know, and work out. Like it's not, I couldn't imagine having a first date there. I guess some people have tried it, but it, uh, I, I understand the. Sharna yawned. Of that. I did. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> you said the gym and she yawned. <laughs> yeah. 
that was uh, unintentional movie, but obviously. movie night uh compared to the movies i i i understand movie night i understand the concept of like okay first date Let's not have it at my house and watch Netflix or Hulu or something like yeah, no, that. Yeah, that's that honestly just you're just looking to hook up. That's, right, right. I would but, never but go to going house. to the movies, which is on this list also. I that's an activity. I I don't understand what I love going to the movies now with with my family. I mean, we go we go as a unit and it's a fun time. And if it's a first date, right, and you are maybe a little socially awkward or a little bit, you know, nervous and you're not sure about the small talk and the conversation, going to a movie first and then like having coffee afterwards, whatever, gives you something to talk about. Like it's a conversation starter for you, for people. Bowling, another one. It's an activity where you can totally do things and laugh at each other or, you know, whatever, no pressure. I think it's super fun um, doing activities with people. I've had in the past, I had a first date at Dave and Buster's and I thought it was the best. I love oh, yeah. my first date at Dave and Buster's. This super fun. Um, a, Buffalo a Wild Wings buff, actually tweeted out and they buffet. said it's a red flag for any woman that doesn't like beer, sports and wings. I was like, well done, Buffalo right. Wild Wings. Yeah. Well, well like, played. Red flags? How about this? Well played. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, now you just need to work on the emoji that is a red buffalo wing instead of a flag, and that, and you can put that on everything. Yeah, I just wonder: are wings not sexy? Is it like, oh, can we get a twenty-four, you know, plate of wings? Is it just you don't link up on? If you I mean, they're messy, right? So, in that sense, I guess it's you know not conventionally sexy. But listen, I'm an eater. I'm gonna eat. So wherever we go, I'm gonna find food and I'm gonna eat. And I now, like. Did, did she? Did you say I'm an eater? Yeah, I'm an eater. I like to eat. I'm an eater. Eater. I'm an eater. I love it. (laughs) That just just sounded. (laughs) Different? Yes. (laughs) Maybe a little dirty. We have to do an episode on Australian slang for sure. We will. We absolutely need to and do I'm gonna it. get you to guess what it's it a fun time because Randy, I guarantee you won't get half of the yeah. half of the things. And that, you're not uh, allowed to do research, Randy. No, no research. You're not. I had a friend come into town and he was Australian. <clears throat> he was the brother of my Australian friend. Mm-hmm. And they grew up on a farm. So that might give you some indication of where in Australia. I don't remember where it was, but he truthfully he was talking and i maybe understood 20 percent of what he said i could not for the life of me understand crazy, right? what he was saying yeah i get it i yeah. get it i mean we we pronounce things differently my accent now after having been here in america for what since 2011 so 12 13 years is very much i have the pronunciation of an aussie for the most part my r's get a little harder than an aussie in some parts um, but I have American inflections now. Aussies go up at the end of everything and everything sounds like a question. Like Not it's, everything. we have a, a really a different rhythm and I've actually got family in town. So my brother, my sister-in-law and their kids are in town, which is a whole beautiful story um, that we've reconnected since my dad's passing. And that's a whole other episode, I think. But their accents are so strong, like so strong. And when they're over here speaking it, like it rubs off on me because I love it so much. It's like home. You say something and they're like, yeah. Like, yeah, has three oh, yeah. syllables. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear the difference, Brian, when they're in town? Oh, with sure. Abso- absolutely. I mean, I, we were, so I went to Sydney uh, to, to, visit Sharna when she was there doing um dancing with the stars she was hosting it out there or she was judging out there and 
just being there, it's like, oh, this is a whole different level of Australian accent than <laughs> yeah. I hear at home. Like, because here at home, I hear things and I'm constantly going, I don't, but it's, it's true. She's very, uh, her accent is very Americanized as far as an Australian accent. Right. She has absolutely yeah. changed her speaking pattern. And, but yeah, every, everything that's said goes up at the end. It's, it's the craziest inflection. Uh, yeah, it's, it's insane, but it's yeah. super fun. I'll even try and like, when we do the episode on the, um, the Aussie slang, I'll try and like bring back my full on Aussie accent. It gets very Steve Irwin, you know, <laughs> oh, very, we very have to do it. I, I right. want to hear that. <laughs> Righto. Yeah. So right. we tackled some pop culture headlines we and did. it was really interesting to see the feedback because I don't always keep up with everything in pop culture, uh, yeah. admittedly. And it was fun to sort of just look at what is going on, what are the perspectives. And it's interesting to see the feedback because a lot of people said that they appreciated the the positivity that we brought mm-hmm. to it yeah. when talking uh, celebs and whether it's celebs yeah. or anyone else, we are talking yeah. about human beings. Yeah. Exactly. So there has yeah. to be a certain level of empathy. And I think a lot of people from what they shared appreciated that but also it's interesting to see the comments on other people's take on it and you know when we record something it's a snapshot in time it is based on the information that we have in the moment with the research that we've done and that can pivot and change so as we get to the questions today i'm also interested in hearing from both of you have you thought about anything differently as it relates to uh the subject or these people as well Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll get what are you into trying it. To put, you trying to put me on the spot, Randy? You, you of trying course to see if I you am. Influenced, Basically, uh, baby, have you thought about it? Did you do right. any homework? Did because you your Did you view was ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, Your no. understanding was terrible. Well, we have we have a question. I'll read out the first question, which yeah. is actually a great question, um, and I think it goes for everyone. Whitney said she admired that we remain positive when talking about other people in the news. Thank you, Whitney. My close group of girlfriends love to gossip, and it makes me uncomfortable. How do I avoid gossiping, and how do I tell them it makes me uncomfortable? I've actually had this in like uh, over the years. Um, and I've, I've had to, my perspective was once I realized that being so involved and hearing other people's things, you just, I just want less information. I just want less information about, uh, you know, other people's lives um, because I don't want to form an opinion of them based off of one slice of the, of, you know, what's happening in their world. And I would just say to people in my life, say to friends um, or say to family, I'm, I am, I'm just uncomfortable with this, with this conversation. And I'd really rather not talk about other people. And I respect that you are, you know, you're invested in this, but it's not something that I want. What would you do though, baby, if you were in like a group of people that were gossiping, like, uh, like there's, you have three of your friends together and everybody is talking about something, some recent headline in the news and it's going in a gossipy direction. How would you handle that situation? I think it would be different for me. Like if it's a something that's in the news, um, mm. I think you can more easily say, "Oh, I haven't haven't seen it, haven't paid any attention to it," you know, or mm. you can just disregard it and uh, you know find something else to do in that space. Go to the bathroom. Go make a phone call if you're really uncomfortable talking about it. But I think when it comes to gossiping about other people in your friend group. 
you have to stand a firm ground and turn around and say, I really don't want to be involved in this conversation. I love you. I love this person. Uh, and because of that, because I love you, I have to back out of this. And thank you so much. Uh, I think there's a different approach for those sorts of things. What would you do, baby? Because mm. um, you don't I, like gossip. You're not into it at all. Yeah, I'm not into gossip at all. So I will easily, if a conversation is going in that direction and they, and anybody turns to me like, Hey, what, you know, what do you have to add? What do you think? I'll honestly claim Switzerland at that point. Like I will just say, I am as neutral as can be in this. You guys continue to talk. I'm just going to sit here and listen. I'm not really going to add much to this conversation, but mm. no offense. You guys do. Do you You talk right. about, yeah, you guys yeah. do you, you talk about what you're going to talk about. Just know I'm not going to be someone to talk about it with you. And and honestly, I feel like once you, um, once you sort of put that out there, and people know that that is your stance and that's your take on things, then they don't, they don't try and involve you in that stuff anymore. They, they, they keep totally. in their mind like, oh, yeah. you're, yeah. this is somebody that doesn't fit into this. Um, yeah, you teach people how to treat you. you it's a boundary. Them. It is. Yeah. It's a form of a boundary if they know that you're not going to participate in the same thing that they're participating in. It, it doesn't feel good to talk about something that that person doesn't want to talk about because the person who wants to gossip isn't getting that bounce back that mm. they really want. So at some point they'll know, oh, this is a no fly zone. I'll do this away from you. But it, what's it, really funny is every once in a while, then the conversation will, it'll direct back towards me. Like, Hey, so what do you, what do you think about this? So then it gives me though, an amazing opportunity to get into my take on all on not just what it is they're talking about, but the way they are talking about it. And, um, and try and give little tidbits of sort of my take and my outside perspective on gossiping yeah. and what it is they're doing and hopefully uh, give them little things that steer them in a, in a better direction or, or a more um, useful direction. You, you, know, you mean with, like with you play ways. devil's advocate in a way, like think about the other perspective. Yeah, I, I just, I, I'm not afraid to, be ruffle feathers Jim, no. to be Jiminy Cricket <laughs> in not. those moments to be like a little bit of a voice like a like a conscience like a voice of reason within it all and listen to the whole thing and then sometimes I'll even throw out a question like uh just from the complete opposing view of it just to see if I can then steer the conversation into like what we tried to do with this which I love Whitney, I so love that you uh, that you recognize that we really tried to discuss things happening in the in the headlines in as much in as positive a light as possible. Um, so it's I try and do the same thing just within groups of people. Try and steer the conversation more into like, hey, so what do you think caused that, or why do you think someone is thinking that? Like, like ask some more thought provoking questions instead of just, you know, talking about information that honestly uh, people for the most part don't know. I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're talking about information that you've read in a magazine or that some media outlet has, uh, has, has spoken about. So you don't actually have much factual information. So then let's try and break down. Okay. If that's what the media is claiming happened, then let's break down why, 
that could have happened if it did. I happen. hear you. Like, I hear you, baby. But I, I think that some people would not want to be educated in their moment of gossip. And so you, then, when you're in your friends, group, so then don't ask me. To, yeah, yeah, <laughs> don't. No, if no, other people don't feel ask me to be a part of your conversation, you know, that's you're right. Totally. All yeah. right. People have to yeah. know who their friends are. Yeah. Um, but Randy, I was going to ask you because I imagine that approaching something like this has uh, sort of parallels with when you are sober, newly sober around your friend group and you have to say to them, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not drinking or I'm not partaking mm. in this. And you have to, people feel uncomfortable saying that like they're inconveniencing other people or people put peer pressure on them because it's like, oh, come on. It's just one thing. Come on, just talk about it. Whatever. It's Britney Spears. You know what I mean? I feel like people can brush off your feelings. How do you approach that when you walk into a situation, whether it be, you know, not drinking or not gossiping? How do you approach that to stay, you know, firm but strong and not fall to the peer pressure of it if your friends are like, oh, come on? Right. Oh, come on. Just gossip a little bit. Just, Just talk a, a little, little bit about this. But what person. do you it think, really? Come on. So you don't have an good. opinion on it, you know? Well, but that's beautiful. If someone says, do you have an opinion? That is your chance to use your voice and express yourself. And the closest thing to your truth, the better. So I think that's the thing with with alcohol, with uh, not participating in what is happening around you. It is hard. It is uncomfortable. So let's just recognize that out of the gate. One thing, if you don't feel that you can express yourself, is just excuse yourself. Maybe that's what uh, you have yeah. to do. Sharna, you said go to the bathroom. Go, just just step away from it so you don't get compromised. If you cannot um, express yourself, excuse yourself. Randy. Yes, it's a good one. Randy it's with the post. Express good yourself. One. Excuse, excuse yourself. yourself. I love that. I've In actually life. done that before. I've actually like at certain points gone. Okay, listen, you guys just continue this conversation amongst yourselves. I'm gonna go out on the patio. I'm gonna look at things, yeah. and you let me know when. Bryce, uh, really, you're really good about that, baby. Because you're not. You're you're very honest. You're a no bullshit person. It's one of the two. Well, some of the many qualities that I love about you, and I love that you're able to stand in a group of people and have the conversation that you were talking about. Like, hey, let's look at it from the other side. And I think mm -hmm. people know who you are, so they know to expect that from you. Mm -hmm. Um. And I, I so appreciate that about you because I'm not that, you know what I mean? I'll stand in that group and start overthinking everyone else's feelings. And Are then you more I'll, the people pleaser or the oh, one I'm a, who like Yeah, I'm a, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard, I've actually done so much work on being a people pleaser and trying to work through and, and not be such a people pleaser. Um, and so I so admire that quality about Bry. You always know where he stands. It's always said with love and kindness, but it's always incredibly direct, um, and, you know, and I so appreciate that he's my, my partner in life for that because two of two people pleases in a relationship is, what's well, not great. <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't work very well. No, I was, not. I was a people pleaser though forever. So I, I, I understand that, um, that fear and that mentality. So it's funny. It ties in honestly to this next question that we got from Maya, it, it, um, do you guys have any advice on standing your ground and supporting your opinions when others may disagree with you? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Or when you're against the general consensus. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules Today, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. For me, honestly, it was it was a change in my thinking and perception of not fitting in with the general consensus. It used to make me feel insecure. So then I would kind of backpedal and and in wanting to fit in um, and being surrounded by other people that I, that I loved and respected, it was like, okay, well then, yeah, let me find, yeah, you know what? No, maybe you're right. I mean, that, that, that music or that thing, or, you know, I, I can see what you're talking about now. I, I do, I try and approach everything with such love and respect, even in my opinion, because I, I honestly believe that differences of opinion are, incredible to have. And there's nothing threatening about them. I mm. used to feel threatened. I used to feel like I was being attacked or I, I used to feel really insecure when somebody had a different opinion and I could feel like my blood would boil. And I didn't, I was, I would go immediately into sort of like a fight or flight kind of mode. I could feel mm. that happening. Mm. And I think a lot, I think that happens with a lot of people because they feel like, um, if they don't agree with everybody, they're then going to be attacked for their opinion compared so to true. compared to saying your opinion 
And, you know, you don't even necessarily have to go into why that is your opinion. If you're not feeling it, you can easily state your opinion and somebody can have their opinion and you can say, that's really amazing. And you can press them on their opinion a little bit and go, mm. what's really funny is that opinion is so different from mine. Um, but I would love to know why that is your opinion. And you allow people to then speak freely. So then honestly, in a lot of cases, they are way more open than to hear your opinion, which is very different and not feel so um, attacked by it. You have to realize, I think that the the same way you can feel attacked and, and, and feel like you have to be defensive, other people feel the same way. So right. if you if you can take the reins on that situation and you can diffuse the situation and you can make it a safe place for everyone to have their opinions um, and still feel loved and still feel comfortable and still feel respected for having a difference in things, that to me, that's what's worked the best for me. And I try and accomplish that all the time. What do you think, both of you, Brian, Randy, has made people not feel safe in their opinions? Because you see it all the time on Instagram, right? Or yeah. anywhere that you post things and comments. And it feels like we're in this age of rage, but I feel like it's I've all become so polarized. Years. Everyone's so combative. So, for example, the oh. Britney um, reel that I posted, I would have some people have very opposite opinions to what I said that come at it in a very like aggressive manner of having their different opinion and that I am wrong for having that opinion. But as soon as I say to them, oh, interesting perspective, like tell me what led to that, they're more than happy to share more on that or share an article as to why they've formed that opinion. Why right. do you guys think we are in this time of where sharing opinions has, it's almost like people think they have to scream them from a, a digital mountaintop from their I, keyboard. I think because be people have gotten into this bad habit of stating opinions like facts and and they're having a tough time differentiating that. between the two. Mm. So, so they feel like if it's their opinion, it's the truth. I'm just telling you the truth. And it's like, no, you're telling me your truth, your opinion on a situation. Fact wise, I'll sit all day long with somebody. And if they've got some sort of fact that I'm unaware of, I cannot wait to see it, please. Um, but opinions are, Based on the facts that I've read, this is my opinion. Based on the facts that you've read, that's your opinion. But yeah, I think totally. it's so polarizing right now. And people have, again, lost sight of the fact that opinions are not facts. Yeah. And I've had people say things to me all the time, like, you know, well, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just telling it the way it right. is. And it's like, but you're not. You're not telling yeah, you're me telling the opinion. truth. You're telling me your what you believe to be your truth your opinion on something right That's you're telling fact. you're telling me the truth that feels true for, for you, you based on bias because right. let, let's be honest everything that we interact with in our world has to run through our belief system of how we view the world what we've mm -hmm. experienced so therefore it sets up a certain amount of biases so right. when we're looking at something we're not completely objective right right totally. and right. and yeah, so no. you know you ask the question why is it that people feel that they have to scream or to come at this subject aggressively and then the moment that i say oh that's an interesting opinion why does that change and then they feel more open it's because it's less it is diffused because they 
feel seen or heard in some way. And I think mm. why people scream, why people get loud is because they feel that they aren't heard being otherwise. heard, that their voice doesn't matter. And that might yeah. stem from early on. That might stem from current relationships. That might stem from whatever's going on in society. And so they feel that they have to get louder. And you know, Brian, when you were talking about you used to get really defensive and your blood would boil and you feel that you had to sort of fight for your opinion. Right. Yeah. Did it come from a place of not having your opinion heard or so, valued so for, in some way? So for me personally, and I've talked about this before, one of the things that um, I know when I was young, something that wasn't really taught and supported was uh, – this concept of healthy debate and get and having different opinions sitting around a dinner table and that being okay. Um, it was very much, um, we were told what the best way was to do something based on my parents' experience. And so that was it. So it was sort of like you would just kind of sit there and then you would explode trying to get your thought in for a second and then you would kind of shut her back out of it so mm -hmm. it's like you would you, you know that's you'd it. throw in some idea and then you'd sit back again and you go okay that's, that's and just feel shut that down that, yeah let's just hope that, that that goes right. away yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right 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 and so that was like i know i i had made God, a few years ago um i had really made a conscious choice in in comments on instagram instead of instead of taking them personally really trying to connect with people and i found that like 99.9% of the time i honestly almost every single time as soon as i would reach out to someone and talk about things and allow them space to um to give me their opinion without feeling judged for it without feeling like i was criticizing them or belittling them or anything. Um, I would have these amazing conversations with people and they would start very vitriolic. Like it was, you know, like unfollow and hashtag this and, you know, you and I'm not, and like, it would just, and I would, one of the first things I would say to people is I, I have not been mean to you. I haven't said anything hurtful to you. Um, please show me the same respect. I honestly just want to talk about this. And as soon as you, as soon as I would approach people that way, it would disarm them a little bit and then they would be open to conversations. And I had amazing, amazing conversations with people about politics and just kind of life in general and what their beliefs were compared to what, uh, what could really hurt somebody's feelings in, uh, you know, um, LGBTQ plus issues and all sorts of things uh, just across the board. But as soon as you create a safe space, and I think people, I think people have the opportunity to do that. I don't think it's a common thing. Um, so you be the uncommon one then don't be afraid to be the uncommon one. Don't be afraid to sit in your group of friends that are gossiping and not only say, like, and feeling good about it, that you don't gossip that way, but then also offer some different perspectives and some different conversations to possibly have. Yeah. And find what's truthful for you, right? So 
going back mm. to the question and thank you for sharing that brian because yeah. i was curious like where does that where did that come from in you yeah. where you yeah. would have that that sense of i i need to get this out and yeah. and my point matters and yeah. when you see where it stems from you there's so much more relatability and understanding so to this question about how do i stand my ground uh, you know, the other question of when people are gossiping, what do I do? Find your truth in it. If you have to sit there and you can't excuse yourself, or if you don't feel comfortable enough saying, you know, I'd really like to not talk about this person anymore. Can we move on? Mm -hmm. The other thing is ask a question. So what do you think this person was going through that led to this? Was there ever a time that you felt like that in your life? Yeah, Deepen absolutely. the conversation and make it relatable. You could even ask something like, could you imagine if our friends were around talking about us like this? How, totally. how do you think that would feel? Because yeah. No one's going to go, oh, that would feel great. I I'd would be love to be it. gossiped about. But make it truthful for you. Find the element of truth that you can connect to and start asking questions and getting deeper. Sometimes that can even be a game and be fun. It's like, well, where, like you said, Brian, where can I take this? Where, yeah. where can I maneuver it in a way that actually connects for me so we can get somewhere? And mm -hmm. So we can get something out of this conversation other than, just talking about Judgment. somebody else's issues and how yeah. we feel about them. You know, it's like, uh, I mean, in, in just reading through, okay. Reading through these questions that, that we were sent for today. Uh, one of them is about uh, Jada and the book. And, and it asks, um, it, is it too much? Would we, would we be upset if we were in Will's position, uh, Will's position, Brian or Randy? And it's like, I, I would, Yes, I, I would. But what but what if now you and Jada had spoken about it before she had even written the book and it was a wide open, like you do what you need to do. You talk about what you need to talk about. I love you and I support you. And you would give in that wish. Well, that's the, mis the missing piece of information because from what I heard, and I might not have this right, it sounded like he confirmed that he's in it with her and supporting and support, her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I did read something that their kids did make a comment. Well, we feel bad for our dad because that information is out there. You know, I think, I think there's a line and it's, it's right. where that lands with everyone. Like how much is too much. And I think if Jada needs to share her story in that way with all of the details, then that's part of the journey. These are the Will, conversations though, that people can be getting into instead of just gossiping about what was in the book, talk, getting right, into right. Asking. The, the conversation of the family dynamic and what, what about, and what if, and sort of exploring all of it, because we don't know, I, you know, we don't know what Jaden will talked about before this no. book was written. Right. We don't know what, what agreements were made. We have no, we have we also no haven't idea. read the book to know truly <laughs> right, the context true. of everything, right? That's We've true. seen headlines. Even if we have, read... it's a book. It's still a snapshot of like, a, you know, a specific point in time. It is not the entire, it will never be the entire, unless it's a reality TV show. Yeah, and even then it's- Even ended. then. So it's then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, even then. The only people totally. that truly know are Will and Jada who sat down before she even began this book and this process 
and you know, they talked about what they talked about and they, mm. and they, they found agreements in it or not. I, you know, I, um, if, if Will didn't feel great about it, but Jada did it anyway, um, you know, then that's a whole, that's different. That's yeah. a whole nother view. That's a whole but again, they're the missing pieces of information. Oh like Randy God, said, we don't so know many. So right. everyone's just making opinions based off of how they would feel should they be in their shoes. I get that. I get that. You know, all we can take is the fact that he has come forward and said, I support you. I love you. Reading this was incredible. You're so strong. I'm going, okay. That's yeah. honestly, I think that that's the, that's the only healthy view that people can take on anything that they would normally gossip about. And, you know, any of these, any of the stories that you read in tabloids or that media puts out about people and their home lives and things that have happened, it's like you, unless you're truly on the inside, nobody really knows. So why not have the conversation then about what that brings up for you? What, you know, what that makes you feel, feel like, okay, you know, it seemed like so-and-so were fighting in pictures. God, how would I feel if I was in their situation and we were fighting about that? Let it open up those conversations instead of just sitting and trying to, um, be like a private investigator and figure out your own, your I own like, take on what, what happened. I really like something that you just said as a concept, as an idea, as, is let these relationships, let these scenarios be a mirror mm -hmm. for you, how mm -hmm. you can grow, how you can learn, how you can change, how you can relate to it. If you use it as such, there's so much more amazing. Um, humbleness and humility because instead of just judgment you're like wait i'm not just gonna sit and lambast myself i'm going how can i use this what can i relate to this how can i grow through this and in it's that what we way, try and we do with this show it's everybody. what we try and do with this podcast we we don't sit here telling our stories just for just to get press clippings and clickbait and all of that we share the stories about ourselves for the purpose of people hearing us truthfully talking about things so then they can, you like you said, use that as a mirror and look at their own life and look at how they are dealing with the situation compared to how we dealt with the situation and see if there is anything they can take in either direction. And I think that, I think that if that is applied um, across the board to more things, it's such a useful concept uh, because there's so much... There's so much information out there right now and, and tabloids and the internet are giving us new stories and new things every single day. If you, on your newsfeed, it, when I open up my phone, it's changing every like 20 minutes. It's adding more stories. There's more things that are being talked about. There's, it's just constantly updating. So, um, I'm either going to jump in on those and I'm going to read them and, and gossip about something I read, or I'm going to read something and go, hmm, that's a really interesting story and try and put myself in that person's shoes as much as I possibly can and yeah. figure out then how I would deal with the situation because it gives you an opportunity to imagine having to deal with that situation without actually having to deal with that situation. There are positives to it if you put that kind of a spin on it. Yeah. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. 
Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Jumping back into some of our questions, we have one from Kelsey that says she loved uh, loved our show and that we all discussed how being in the spotlight makes you open to public judgment since we've been talking about, you know, the media changing and the, the clickbait. Uh, judgment and hate and how you can never undo being known. Um, how do you guys handle being in the spotlight and receiving hate? And do you ever wish that you weren't famous? Uh, and how would you feel if your children wanted to pursue a career in the spotlight? I mean, baby, you've lived this more than I have, more than both Randy and I. But although I... Randy, yours was like incredibly intense for the time that you were living in the spotlight. You know, would was there ever a time that either of you wished you weren't? To me, just in viewing it, Randy's was is a tough one because it's not a spotlight that he even asked for or necessarily wanted to be a part of. It was just the family was in a spotlight. And so he was to seemingly yeah. from the outside just sort of thrust into it. And it was like, hey, you're the son of a famous TV producer. And you know, and your older sister's famous. So you must so then he went up to the door of any restaurant or any club and people were like, Oh, Randy Spelling, come on in. Like there right. was, a, he didn't have any choice in the matter. I did have a choice. I, um, I honestly try and be as positive, uh, with 
with whatever fame or notoriety or any level of celebrity I have, I, I try and use the, whatever soapbox I have for as much good as I possibly can. Um, I would never want to undo it. How would both of you feel if your kids, if the kids decided they wanted I don't, to go into a life of television and fame? so I think I think this question is an interesting one. How would you feel if your children wanted to pursue a career in the spotlight? If they wanted to pursue a career just being famous, I would have an issue with that. If like Cassius is pursuing a career in in acting, he wants to be an actor. He loves acting. Um, and fame could come with that. Uh, if it does, uh, again, I, I feel like as a parent, we've talked about this before. My job is to morally make sure that my, that are, that the kids are good people. Um, you know, the spotlight is going to come, could possibly come with anything that he does that has any sort of notoriety in general. It could be acting. It could, he could be Elon Musk. He could be a car designer. He could, you know, he could like create the next, um, PayPal or something like that, or be Jeff Bezos all of a sudden, like, you know, it's a guy that shipped the books around the world. And now all of a sudden he owns like the largest internet, you know, uh, internet store that there is. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really have a feeling about a career leading to a life in the spotlight. I do. Yeah, do Randy, tell me. <laughs> I saw your your initial reaction when I asked I do. you. Your mouth tightened, your head went back. I, you're like, oh, thinking, tension in the body. I was thinking at first, oh, hell no. But <laughs> I did actually think that for a few years. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's partially why um, I chose to move out of Los Angeles is that, that there's so much emphasis on fame, money, industry, entertainment. And um, I wanted them to have the experience of being whatever it is they wanted to be organically. And I think for women too, there's an extra element, you know, in, um, in Hollywood and having to look a certain way. I think that can be Absolutely. really difficult to navigate. So for me, if I, I would never want to push that. Now, as I'm getting older, I see it a little bit differently in that if, look, this is part of their blood. It's who it's, it could be part of who they are. So I don't want to deny that. It's my job to make them fully understand if they do want to pursue a career that would bring spotlight in any way. It doesn't just have to be acting what it's like, what, how to maintain a sense of groundedness, how mm. to be in it. Like Brian said, for the, for the dedication to want something because you really love it, not you just want attention because that, those are two totally different things. Right. Totally. Yeah. Wanting to be famous and recognized is very different from wanting to do something that you really love that will actually fill you up recognition will not fill you up right. it is temporary at best but it's a hole that is endless that just continues to want to be filled so that right. is what i would uh say is to to really teach that and i guess you know that's what i would it's yeah. it's hard right because it so 
so much of the fame today is no longer because you're in television and film. It's because you're on a social media platform where you just wanted to be famous. And other people like accidentally end up there because they're incredibly funny or it's, and it's been a platform for artists, DJs, songwriters. It's been unreal to get a, um, a deeper look at the talent that is in our world and for people to be discovered much like what Justin Bieber was on YouTube, right? There's more of that now. But there are also people that are famous for simply just wanting to be famous and being on there and maybe doing kind of crazy things to get famous, just to have that recognition or that validation that you speak about. And it's hard. There's, I would say, millions of people that are searching for that fame just to be famous, just to be seen. And I feel like social media has, not that we're going to talk about social media again, but it's it's really created that Um that need for everyone, right? To get that recognition of the more eyes on them, the more important they are. Because from the beginning of television and film, we've viewed these people where eyeball they have eyeballs on them as superior, as yeah. important, as something else. You know, we talked about that. It's it- created a place to become famous without actually having to do anything that people normally be, yeah, have yeah, done yeah. before to be famous. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's strange. It's a strange, yeah. it's a strange, uh, strange medium. It's a strange world. Uh-huh. It is. People all the time we end up famous for things and and I just sit there and it's like, I for what? Like what did what did, what did they actually do? I don't understand, you know, I I don't get it. I I it's and it's amazing to me because I grew up at at a time like you were saying, baby, when people became famous for doing amazing things. I mean, they mm. they were they were the only ones that could do it that specific way. And so they would become famous for that. And all, all of it has changed now. Fame has changed. You know, you, you look at award shows and they're now just adding these different categories that just never even existed before, but they, it's because they have to branch out for these other levels of fame, I guess, and somehow award it. I don't know. Other avenues that have been created, I guess. Yeah, but that's what's so cool. In some ways, to to look at it just slightly differently, so many avenues have been created more than mm-hmm. ever before. Sure. You sure. know, you could find there's this guy that I was watching the other day that literally has a little setup and goes and starts looping and playing and singing and sings for people, and mm-hmm. he has all these followers and he's talented. I think right. of that. Like someone doesn't have to wait for a record deal, which he may never get. Right. Right. Totally. Right. Well, yeah. What office are you going to show in, show up right. at with that equipment and right. everybody's going to listen to? Right. Totally. He may never yeah. ever get, but he's super talented. He's affecting people and people watch and they get something from it. So on, on, on that side, it's like, there's, there's all these really cool avenues. Sure. I think the downside is the not having the understanding of what you're really wanting. So you're going after this thing, you're going after the recognition, the attention, and then you get that and then it fades. Then there's this panic. Then it creates a, oh my gosh, I have to stay relevant. I have to do something. And then people can get anxious. They can get depressed. And then they're trying to chase something that is a, a losing battle. Totally. And I think one of the other pitfalls is, is that people go in for this, um, this recognition, right? And so you're looking at the comments and you get validation, but what you have to understand is that if you are going to believe the good, you are also going to believe the bad. 
and you cannot filter that out on something right. like social media. It is just right. in your face. Yeah, you don't um, you don't get to choose. <laughs> it's sort of your yeah. your game. You don't for get all to choose it. how people react to you. So right. true. Interesting. Yeah. Do we have time for another question? I think so. Do you have one you want to ask? No, you uh, you go for it. So I think Linda is asking for some really beautiful advice. And right. I think, Randy, you'll have um, yes. a, a wonderful answer. Well, Linda's is says, really good, actually. Yeah. She says, you guys discussed that traditional is no longer a standard accepted by everybody. I am struggling with my family not accepting my non-traditional relationship. Do you have any advice or suggestions on how I can better communicate and explain with my parents about my choices? Mm. The first thing that comes to mind is understanding that they may not understand. Right. And I was just going to say the same thing. Creating the, the idea, you know, to let go of the idea that they may get or give you exactly what you want. So if you can do your best, you know, I know this is hard to let go of that then it really is about you just communicating because there's no expectation that is attached to it. And then in that way, um, I, I don't know, I'm a big fan when it comes to communicating of saying things like, I, I, I recognize that this is totally different or that you may not understand or it's different than what you're used to. Would you be willing to keep an open mind to try and see it from my perspective. You don't have to agree. I'm not even asking for you to agree. I'm asking for you to try and see what it is, where it is that I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that's a really Absolutely. I, I think open that's, approach. I think that's dead on. I literally, that's exactly what, what I would have said. If I, if, if I had answered this first, Randy, that's you are. Uh, if we pulled yeah. a little Brian doll, that would have come totally. out. That the, one would have yeah. come out. Yeah. The, the brown doll, the brown, approach. brown Austin greens. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, that's by the way, Randy's, yeah, we got to fill people I, in on what that is, though. I, I have to. <laughs> so I was writing Brian and Sharna a message this morning. And instead of Brian and Sharna, it said Brown and Sharna. And then Brian wrote back quickly. Brown is an interesting name. And then he put yeah. Brown Austin Green. And I don't know why <laughs> I thought that was so funny because that happens with spell correct all the time. Oh, yeah. I was literally not LOL. I was laughing out loud. I even went in <laughs> for my, my home office and I walked in and my wife was there and I was hysterically laughing about it. <laughs> I love it's, that. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they're the things that just catch you and your mind just goes running with them. And just funny is you never know when it's going to hit you like that. You know, sometimes yeah. we all just need a moment of levity. And, you know, I think it really sums it up. I know this week and the prior weeks, there's been so much heaviness and not to feel guilty for having these little moments. You never know where they're going to come. Maybe I just needed the release but having little moments to be able to laugh or connect. Mm. Or this morning, I actually took a picture of it and posted it on my stories on Instagram. I was taking a shower and I looked out and I saw a coral bark maple tree and it was turning colors. And I just took a moment to sit there and appreciate it and take it in. And it was that mm. moment that gave me something, a little, a little yeah. gift, these small yeah. gifts throughout the day. 
I love that. So thank you for making a joke, Brian, because it gave me a gift. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you should live with him. Welcome. You'll get small gifts all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody. Yeah, um, thank you. You know, we always love what you have to share with us. If you have uh, similar opinions, great. If you have differing opinions, we welcome all of that too, which totally. is what we're saying. We are here to hopefully do our best. We're not going to be perfect, but we are here to do our best to model having conversations, to being able to discuss opposing views and hard things and how to foster more understanding or looking at it in a way that a lot of people might not be giving it the chance to look at. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. That's why we're here. Why we're well here. said, Randy. Thank um, you very much. Thank you all for, for listening and uh, we will see you next time. We'll see you next week. And we have an amazing episode coming up. We have another special guest. So make sure Ooh. you tune in for that. We hear an incredible story from an incredible yes, woman. Um, and I'm super excited about the episode. Me too. So good. Bye, right, everyone. bye everybody. Bye everyone. Thank you everyone for listening. Yes, you guys are amazing. Make sure you guys go and follow us on Instagram at, at oldishpod. And you can also go and leave us a message at our own hotline, which is 855-OLDISH-3. Make sure and write us a review. Leave us five stars if you loved it. Leave us five stars if you didn't. We it love helps. five stars. <laughs> we love five stars. Yeah. We like five stars. stars. Yeah. See you all next right. week. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you next week, everyone. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.